we're going to finish our series. One story, one person, one plan, one goal, one song. During the last four weeks, we've looked at Passover and atonement. We've looked at redemption. Today, we just want to look at the prophecy uh, of this child that was born. This child, Jesus, that was born. And I'd like to read to you from Micah. Micah 5, verse 1 to 5. Marshal, <coughs> marshal your troops now, city of troops, for a siege is laid against us. They will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, uh, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be a ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from the ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth and he will be our peace when the Assyrians invade our land and march through our fortresses. I also want to read to you a story of Anissa Ayala, who was a 16-year-old and was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. The doctor said that if she did not receive a bone marrow transplant after chemotherapy and radiation treatment, she would die. Neither her parents nor her brother was a match. And they could not find a donor elsewhere. Her parents, both in their 40s, conceived another child and hoped that it, its bone marrow would be a perfect match. To their great delight, it was determined that the baby was compatible donor. And when Marissa Ayala was 14 months old, they took some of her marrow and gave it to Anissa. Anissa made a full recovery from leukemia and both, both sisters lead healthy lives today. In a very real sense, Marissa saved her sister's life. Without me being a perfect match for my sister, she wouldn't be there today. Thing is, Jesus was born into a world to express purpose and saving. He's the one and only Savior that can save all those who put their trust in Him. And Christmas marks the day we celebrate His birth, and without him, we would not have salvation. Who of you have complained about uh, Christmas starting early this year? You know, when you go into the shop <coughs> and they have Christmas decorations up, I think they started in, uh, in September. September, huh? Yeah. When did you put Christmas up there by Shed and Silo? Still in Adam Gold. Okay. 
So if you think, um, and some people would say, sure, but it doesn't come quick enough. Imagine in Micah's time, it was 700 years before Jesus actually came. And so people were excited then, but they had to wait 700 years for Jesus to actually arrive. Can you imagine? None of us would be alive except for some elders. A hundred and five. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is that in those days that uh, the, the prophecies uh, that Micah was talking about, he spoke about two that came, um, that that uh, that that came uh, alive and that that were that were that came to prophet to fulfillment and the one was that Jesus was born in Bethlehem and that a young woman would give birth to him I don't know about you but I love Christmas who of you love Christmas okay <clears throat> one of the most important reasons why I love Christmas uh, is not gifts <laughs> But it is the gift of Jesus, though. And to be able to have family around me over Christmas. That's, my, that's, that's the most important thing. Who of you have family with you right now? Okay. Everybody, majority of us. Some uh, don't have their family members with you, but this is the other family. Where you are right now, this family is here to support and to help. Maybe in the smallest of ways. But I tell you, there is something that is really nice to be able to hold my family's hand at this time. Whatever we're going through. Sometimes this prophecy that Micah talks about, about a, a boy or somebody that would be born in Bethlehem. And I just think of Jesus and I think, wow, thank you, Lord, for coming. Thank you, Lord, for giving us life. Thank you, Lord, that we are able to meet with family today. And I know some of you have lost your loved ones. And some of you have lost your friends. And it's a difficult time. But we also know that the Holy Spirit is there to bring us joy. There's a Holy Spirit to bring us comfort. There's a Holy Spirit that brings peace in our hearts and in our minds. This prophecy that took place years and years ago is a prophecy that has been fulfilled. A prophecy that is true. A prophecy that is the most amazing thing for you and for me today. Because this prophecy of Jesus is that he came. And the plan was that he would bring save, uh, a saving grace to you and to me. Sure. I'm not worthy. But yet he loves me. Sometimes I'm not kind. And yet he shows kindness to me. Sometimes I can really be uh, a pain and as we get older um, 
It happens, and my wife's very young. And, <laughs> but we become pains to other people because we like to have it done in a specific way, don't we? Hey? <laughs> but Jesus, he shows us and he leads us and he loves us. And he brings prophecy to, 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 to the exact place where it's supposed to be. See, God always surpasses our expectation. The Israelites wanted a political leader, but they received a humble carpenter, a shepherd, a king of the universe. They expected someone to free them from their oppressors. But Jesus was there to free us from our spiritual oppressor and give us his own life. See, God likes to do things in his own way. We don't know what happened yesterday with those people. And I want to talk about that because it breaks my heart, you know. It breaks my heart and we don't know why that would happen just the day before Christmas. And we can't give answers to that. But the answer that I can give you is that God in His way is making a space for those people. And we, even though we can't, we can't fathom or even though we can't understand, we have to let go and let God. Because it's only God that can bring joy to that family. It's only God that can bring peace into that family or comfort for that matter. Because we can't. No matter what we say, no matter what we do. Only Christ can do that for that family. My heart's very sore today. And so when you get home this afternoon, or not this afternoon, just now, maybe just take some time out. Maybe just take some time out and think of those people that lost their lives yesterday, but also maybe just think of your family. Maybe there's somebody you haven't spoken to for a very long time. This Christmas. Because you don't know what tomorrow brings, eh? Life's too short. Rather just pick up that phone and say, Hey, my boot. Hey, or my sister. Hey, my cousin. I just want to say I'm sorry. Eh? I'm sorry for, for what has happened. I'm sorry because I was a bit of a you know, whatever. <laughs> but I pray that you do that today. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. But one thing that is guaranteed is Jesus, who died on that cross, was born the small baby. And everybody looked. And people, the family came. 
Have you read the Christmas story? The family came. The shepherds came. They weren't blood family, but they came. They were family. The angels sang. The magi came from wherever to be, to bring gifts to Jesus. Maybe the gift is to give to somebody else today. Give forgiveness. Give some love. Because the prophecy has come true today. And so may you have a blessed Christmas. There was a survey that was done, and it questioned, when you listen to the, the Christmas story, who are the people that you can relate to? A majority of the people said the shepherds. I relate with the shepherds. Because... They were just normal people, like you and me. They didn't have great education, but they were able to look after something. Maybe when you leave this place, you can look after your family. Let's pray. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you for this Christmas, Lord. It is a time of rejoicing. It is a time of being glad because we know that even in death there is life. We pray today for, for you to be with us as we go into this world. We pray, Lord, that we can help somebody that needs helping. We pray, Lord, that we can forgive somebody that needs forgiving. And maybe it's us, Lord. Maybe it's us that need the forgiving or the forgiveness. But maybe put the words in our mouth today to be able to go and say, hey, I'm sorry. Or maybe not even a word, but just a hug. Or maybe... Maybe just something we can write down because maybe that person has gone already. But today is a special day. For you fulfilled all prophecy. You were born in Bethlehem. You did come and raise an army. Even, even the secret army, Lord. For you know each and every one of us. And you know our hearts. And you do know our minds and you do know what we are capable of. And so in this Christmas season, we pray that you'll lead us. That you'll bring joy in our hearts and hope and peace, but more so love. Because your love endures forever. We say this in Jesus' name. Amen.